Welcome to another episode of Molly and Pete Save Everything. I'm Molly. And I'm Pete. And today, uh, it's a little different. We normally record on a Friday at the WGN Studios, but... Pete had to work last night. <laughs> Pete had to work yesterday. And um, so we're recording from home. Describe what's surrounding us right now. I have a, a kitten in my lap. I am looking kitten at Kitten laying in front of me. Cleaning him, his or herself. I'm not sure which one that is. Uh, I think himself. Stickers. Our dog is just kind of chilling in the living room. And I don't know where the other dog is or think, the other cat. Yeah, one of them's upstairs. So you might hear a dog bark. You might hear, I don't know, do a kitten's <laughs> well, a the, kitten noise. The recorder that we're using is uh, it's on the table. So you can kind of, if you, you might hear pitter patter of, of feet <laughs> crawling across the table. We started, we've been fostering animals for a couple of years now. We started fostering kittens a year ago. We started out with dogs and dogs are great. It's just, we already have two dogs. It's just kind of a lot. So we started fostering kittens and it's just, kittens are really fun and easy to foster. And so this will be, these are our 10th and 11th kittens that we've fostered. And it looks like one of them's being adopted tomorrow, but so we'll have one left and we have to make, it's always a tough decision. Yep. Do we keep this last kitten? Keith, the one yep. that uh, will be left. I think I... Uh, he may be joining the family. Well, well, we'll our see. dog Zuzu, they, he's a really cute relationship with our dog Zuzu. With they play together and like rub up against each other, and then he gets along pretty much with the other, good enough with the other animals in our yeah. house. Yeah, and he's just really like ch- he's just a really chill dude. Yeah. So yeah. So if you notice if there's any barking, don't think that there's dogs running amok at the WGN studios. We are <laughs> doing this from the comfort of our kitchen table is this a kitchen table dining we, room table dining room table yeah a table that we never really use if we eat dinner we sit on the sofa and watch well, television I, so you produce a show at night and so i eat dinner alone sometimes mm-hmm. and i sit at the table to eat like a civilized adult oh, you do yeah but then when you're home we well we sit outside a lot yeah that's true too. but we sit on the sofa and watch baseball <laughs> <laughs> and i eat a salad out of a plastic bowl. Oh, it's or, really depressing. Is it a plastic bowl? What is it? A, not like even a, a Tupperware bowl. container. A Tupperware container, yeah. So every morning it. I make two <laughs> salads. That I eat mine for lunch and then sometimes Pete doesn't get to his so he'll just save it for dinner. So I'll make like a lovely vegan dinner and you just eat a salad out of a plastic bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Hunch, a Tupperware. Hunched over on the sofa. <laughs> it's not a good look, I admit. But <laughs> And our forks are really like cool looking but they're not good. They're like not very functional. <laughs> so you kind of... Struggle with each <laughs> yeah. leaf. <laughs> Today is also National Baseball Card Day, and I would just like to give a shout out to uh, Brian Ford. He was a, a young kid that lived next to us growing up. He was, you know, like 20 years younger than us. And for some reason, he befriended my mom, which is weird. <laughs> How did he befriend your mom? I think he would just come over, you know, he would just come over and hang out. Um, but I, What's going on? But when I went away to school, I, I believe this whole befriending of my mom was part of an elaborate plan to, to steal all my baseball cards. Because when, when I went away to college, I would come home and I would notice, like, where's my Steve Sachs rookie card? <laughs> and then eventually... I came home and or I moved out, you know, officially, and I had like no more baseball cards left. So, so I hope Brian Ford is enjoying all you, my baseball cards on have national. Have you like, looked for him on Facebook or anything like that? I'm friends with him on Facebook. Oh. I don't feel like confronting him about <laughs> it though. <laughs> Thirty years later. By the way, so yeah, and uh, I guess speaking of pets, mm-hmm. uh, last week. We went to Edgefest. We live in Edgewater, and uh, Edgefest is the local... It's a little street... Street festival. Festival, yeah. uh, That happens in our neighborhood. And we went solely because... We had a couple of reasons for going. Well, one of my co-workers, Jasmine, who produces for Bill and Wendy on WGN Radio, uh, she is part of a cheerleading cheerleading squad. Um, Spirit Brigade. The Spirit Brigade, yeah. So she was going to be performing, and then... Edgewater was going to no wait you're fi- you're forgetting the other reason why we went to Edgefest smack dab a local little like restaurant down the street from us was going to have vegan burritos oh. 
Yeah, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> but, These reasons drove us there. And it just so happened that it was at the same time of... That this is, uh, the neighborhood of Edgewater was going to officially declare its pet mayor. <laughs> so this election has been going on for a long time. And we, we thought about nominating one of our pets, all of our pets. But you had to like go to a bunch of events. And I didn't want to commit to going to all those events. <laughs> Nor did I yeah, think our pets was... would enjoy like having to do all of that. <laughs> yeah, it was. They, it, was it was a, a lot, lot of campaigning. Of they had to do. Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, like there were some like the stock Baloo that was in it. Baloo's owner made tote bags and T-shirts and buttons that are really cute with Baloo on them. And there, like dog uh, pets, were wearing costumes with their names on it. It was like a lot of effort <laughs> that I didn't have yeah. went into it. So at the at Edgefest they had whittled the election down to five pets maybe. I don't know how Six. many originally Six, started think, yeah. to uh a start cat, the campaign. Four dogs and a goat. And a goat, yeah. yeah. We knew that I f- I felt like from the beginning the goat probably had yeah the advantage. Yeah. Just because it was different, you know, everybody, right. everybody has a dog, everybody has a cat, but a goat. Well, that's fun. The Edgewater will have a uh, pet goat as its mayor, which is ridiculous. What, <laughs> just to say that it's the the pet mayor of the area. The whole thing is well, ludicrous. Are you going to mention like why, like, what the point of it all? You can bring that up. Okay. All the good stuff. So they um, bring the finalists, finalists up on stage, each person, each owner says something about like what they were campaigning for their slogan blah 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 why they believe their animal should be the pet mayor of edgewater mm-hmm. their the platform cat, the goat you know the, the few dogs one of the little dogs the campaign manager oh, yeah, yeah owner mentioned that one of her her platform you know like the platforms were like celebrate edgewater's diversity mm-hmm. and um, make Edgewater the most pet-friendly neighborhood in the city. But this this woman's platform was make uh, create small dog only hours at the dog park, <laughs> yeah. and she got booed yeah. by the crowd. It did not go over well. I felt <laughs> bad for her. Everybody's like, "Oh, that's so great!" Clapping, and then she's like, "Yeah, we want. I want at least two the hours." Big, big for- dogs just trample little dogs. We need a sm- and Yeah, she got booed. <laughs> uh, her dog Wrigley. Yeah, of course. Um, did not uh, did not win. The pet mayor, and so so why why did they do this? <laughs> they did it for every vote. A dollar was donated to care for real pet food pantry. So a neighborhood charitable organization that um, that helps people in need. They do like you know they provide food and clothes to people who need it. They do like school supply drives, and it's been around for a gazillion years mm-hmm. too. They raise money for the pet food pantry, and they raise twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. So who is so who won? So who won? Who packs the goat won? As expected. Yeah. You know, they told like a sweet story about how Pax was rescued from a bad situation mm-hmm. and how much he meant. Like the guy, the owner started tearing up about how much he loves Pax the goat. Yeah. And he also, was, he went on a bit too long. <laughs> Once he got that microphone, he couldn't get it, they couldn't yeah. get it away from him. <laughs> the MC Elliot, uh, the guy from Chicago's best TV kept on, he, I would, he would lurch kind of like be next to him and then he would kind of reach for the microphone and then the other the guy, guy would like kind of turn, turn away. <laughs> he did that like three times. He was just like, he's going on and on and on. I'm like, okay, we get it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we timed Edge Fest well. We got a vegan burrito. We saw Jasmine cheerleading and the pet we mayor. We saw the goat. And you got a, a wonderful picture with the packs. Yep. Uh, that's on your Instagram. Okay. So, we have a few follow-ups from last week. Um, one is that we asked, we talked about grocery bagging. If you should bag your own or if you should leave it up to the checker so we got some good feedback and most people end up bagging their own or even prefer to bag their own so we appreciate people weighing in my uh one of our listeners and friend tyler in oklahoma on twitter he wrote that i always help bag if there's no bagger and there's a line forming behind me but i'd never considered what the cashier might (laughs) feel about it (laughs) 
<laughs> which is hilarious because yeah like why should i why should we care what this cashier <laughs> well people did mention that they get dirty looks sometimes <laughs> keith commented that he always helps bag when he brings his own bags i feel like it's more of a hassle for the cashier when they have to bag reusable bags and they all they almost always thank me well helping. and so he where does he live he must not live in chicago because in chicago you know we have to bring our own bags now and so like i feel like it used to be that way and now that everyone has they get more annoyed if you don't have your own mm-hmm. bag so we also want to talk about um hacky like hacky sacks if hacky sacks are a thing and nobody is saying that they're a thing no so our, our friend mary who is a college professor said she doesn't see them on her college campus and yeah nobody that was a like everybody that was the general that consensus, consensus that, yeah, yeah that hacky sacks are not a thing so so now i wonder like why were people playing hacky sack why is it an isolated thing mm-hmm. too and that there were multiple groups playing yeah, hacky two sack. different groups so maybe hacky sack overall is not a thing but why was it a thing at wicker park fest yeah i don't know but overall <laughs> yeah we didn't see any hacky sacks at edge fest no um i guess are we gonna go to any more street festivals this year riot fest no we're like, not going to riot fest <laughs> is that considered a street fest no, it's a music festival. Yeah. I, I can see people yeah. hacky sacking at hacky sacking. What did we decide it was? Hacky sacking. Hacky sacking uh, at Raya Fest. You think so? We've never even been there. We don't know what the vibe is. <laughs> it's it. circus like. Still? Yeah, I think so. I know that. I feel like that's how it started, but I didn't realize it was still a way. Yeah. I thought it was just like people yeah. who were nostalgic for like. Um, skate bands from the 90s <laughs> so right now we'll say we'll we'll our our final vote is hacky sack not a thing yeah and we have a few more we have a few more is this a thing for future episodes yeah we'll, we'll bring it back mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll reach out to you again <laughs> no game show updates because there were no uh, there were no sunday game shows this week which really bums us out when yes. that happens it was dumb old cma fest instead yeah. there is no, no thank you yeah because for some reason we d- we we, ha- we have a uh, series recording set for the pyramid mm-hmm. but for some reason we don't have one set for family feud i don't well, know because it made zuzu nervous it made our dog nervous the sound oh, so that's we right. and i didn't watch any of the other ones during the week like i i was watching well bachelor in paradise is on now so that comes on two nights i was wasn't home for a couple of nights and then there was tennis on so it's really cut into my game show time but i did see on instagram brooklyn decker post that she was on match game which made me wonder if andy roddick was on like they seem to do they do the come to, yeah they come in like do all the game shows mm-hmm. um so i'm guessing we'll probably see the two they would i feel like they the two of them would be really good on pyramid because they were awesome on on uh family feud yeah they're both like smart and quick yeah sunday night we like order dinner we sit on the sofa and i'm like all right i gotta turn on tv i can't wait to record harvey it's the end of the weekend we got family feud pyramid is gonna be great and i went you know to the guide you know scrolled up to 7 Mm -hmm. p.m and i was like cmas nope i was crushed (laughs) this happens occasionally it does and it's and it's awful have we have we checked to see if we're safe for tomorrow I don't know. I guess we should. We're already well. planning. I was already <laughs> discussing our weekend plans. It's already come up. And then you have an update on um, when we were talking about your photo, your like headshot photo. Right. You you meant to mention something and you yeah. forgot to last week. Last week I had mentioned at WGN where I work, we got our headshots. Again, I don't know why. I got a headshot, but I did. And 98% of these pictures that they sent me, my eyes are closed. I don't know what I, you know, again, I have a horrible face for photos. I I don't know. I don't know how to smile. I can't look. I don't know where to look. I know a fellow employee, she said that she was afraid to vote because she thought I might have had a seizure or something. She thought something was, you know, like something befell my face. So I I really never had my picture professionally taken but then I, I remembered that i did have my picture professionally taken back in i think it was like it was, it was, cold. It was during the winter i think it was snowing that day yeah. in our neighborhood they're gonna do a mural it was supposed to be done already so I don't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> i don't know what are, they're using our photos for uh so there's this be this mural on the side of uh this restaurant called moody's uh which is in uh, edgewater it's on broadway and it's you know it's a huge spot for a mural and they were 
going to do a people of Edgewater mural. So they, they set up a, a day in the winter, like Saturday or Sunday, I can't mm-hmm. remember where. A few days. They were, um, you know, you sign up, come in, you can get your picture taken, then you'll be up on the mural as a person of Edgewater. So, like, we sign up and we go and we were, we were concerned that, like, oh, my God, like, if there's too many people, we don't have to do it. So, we get there and there's not too many people in line. It seems to be moving rather quickly. Mm-hmm. You go first. So, we're in line and it's your time to get your photo taken. You go first. And this guy, he's, like, chatting you up. He's, like, fixing the lights. He's, like, checking your <laughs> face, making sure, like, your clothes are perfect. Takes a couple practice ones, gets up out of his chair, adjusts <laughs> the lights again, looks back at the lens. 40 minutes. I'm, like, waiting, and I'm, like, what's going on here? So he takes your photos. It's like, oh, yeah, all right, that's great. So my turn. I get in the, I get in the seat. He gets behind the lens. <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm, like, what? That's it? But now you're telling this, like he when took it my, happened, it took, it, he put a lot more seconds. care into mine. But now you're telling this, I'm like, maybe I needed a lot more help than you did. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, that's it. We're over and done. Are you sure? Did you get it? What, is this going to be? It's going to look okay. So then, I don't know how how long it was until they sent us. Maybe a week later, or something. They sent the file, like that the you proofs. Could, and this picture of you is quite possibly the best picture that you've ever taken. It's like you're. It's I don't like, think it's that good. It's like so good. It's like when people think of Molly, <laughs> this is the picture that like perfectly gets your essence. <laughs> I open my picture. I, my hair is like sticking up. I'm wearing like a. I'm wearing a shirt, but I'm wearing a like a. Your collar was all my like collar up. was all catawampus. I I think I think my lip is kind of like goofy. This is it. Is this what's going to be shown? Is this, does this make the mural, or do they? If it ever happens, yes. Or do they say like we'll just pick the best photos? I don't know. This might, this might be fine to be on the cutting room floor. I doubt, it's not that bad, and I, I'm sure there's a lot worse. So I don't have a, a great experience. And the with guy, like the guy photos. who's in charge of it, has I think he's been on like your show before, right? And like you knew or something. Like somehow you he knew yeah, him. Yeah, I think or... he, we had we had tried to arrange him to come on, yeah. but the timing never worked out. So he was on. He had been on my radar. Yeah. Um, so you'd think he'd want to like impress you yeah he found out later that i oh, okay. worked for the radio so he didn't know like i didn't say it like when i walked up i'm like hey 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 it's me wgn radio <laughs> uh, i know i'm sure you're thinking to yourself i bet that's pizza or wgn radio well you're right it is yeah you're right i mean I you guess... want to take a picture you want an autograph <laughs> let me know all right so we have to talk about something that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> Keep putting this on the list to talk about, and I it just don't want to go there. <laughs> but I guess today we can talk about air conditioning. We have an issue in the house. <laughs> we have a house that's built in 1908, same year the Cubs won the World Series. Mm-hmm. And so it's old. It's an old house. Yeah. With, it's, lo- it's a lovely house. You've done marvelous things and things have been updated since 1908 yeah and i I mean i I love it i love the house uh the thing about it though is our upstairs bedroom which i which i also love doesn't have any vents so So we have central air and every room has vents or ducts or whatever it is except for the except for the master bedroom right and so we looked at correcting that and the HVAC guy was like, well, it's going to cost many thousands of dollars and it's still never going to be like, you know, the mm-hmm. house just wasn't built yeah. for that. So buy some fans. Yeah. And w- w- which, which, we did. which we have. Yeah. But well, on these days where it gets into the 90s, you know, that the heat wave that we had a few weeks ago, it's oppressive up there. It's not that bad. We have one fan that's on the dresser. We have another stand-up fan on the floor. You have a personal fan on your nightstand. I've got some bad news, too. I just went upstairs before we started recording, and the fan that's on the dresser, I think, is broken. It was like... Oh, no. Well, maybe now you'll see. (laughs) So the solution to this would be putting a window unit in our bedroom. Right. And... But... I don't feel like it's bad enough to warrant that. So I don't want a window unit because... 
I think number one, it's like on the front of our house. Mm-hmm. I I so you love, don't like the way it I looks. I don't like the way it looks. Also, I don't want to like block out any part of the window. It's not like that's the only window in the no, bedroom. We have, enu- like, we have two other windows, so it's not like it's not like I just it's like, like the windows. I like the symmetry. I don't need. I don't want anything in the window. And then the other part is that like you know, it's the installation of it. It's like the taking it down when it gets cold and putting it back up, and then they leak, and that like causes damage. Yeah, like water leaks out of them, and then you have to like they don't totally like seal so you've got to like put you know you need a piece of wood, wood or something and, yeah i know just I, the, already no i'm like the discomfort <laughs> the slight discomfort i have sometimes at night every now and then a part of the night is less than the discomfort i already feel just by talking about putting the window you know, so i guess maybe you you can sleep better when it's a hundred degrees in there because it's it is super because we walk into like i'll come home from work and it's super hot out you know open the door the front door and i'm down in the main room and it's like it feels like oh this is so great it feels so cool in here and then i'll kind of walk up the steps and i get halfway up the steps and i can already start feeling it to get hot and i'm like this is just gonna be another terrible night's sleep but i feel like we're already pa- you know we're already past hot days it's already starting to, it's like in the 60s at night now it's already starting to get cool so i think i think we're good it also like i feel like we should instead of the window unit our basement is really cool and we should put the effort into like getting our basement pulled together and put a like a bed down they can down have like a bedroom down there and so when it's really hot we can just sleep down in the basement we, we also have a spare bedroom that we could use but it's we it's have the kitten room. cats in there now it so. has a <laughs> yeah the cats are comfortable <laughs> but fyi uh so no i like it's the animals is what motivates me more than right. us so that's the thing like i've been complaining about i'm like i can't sleep but do i complain about it yes <laughs> do i complain about it <laughs> please can we just get a window unit we it's easy to pop i've also in. said if you just want to go and get it you can go and get it and put it in for the record you have said that <laughs> um so i i've been complaining about it i'm like let's just do it we'll, we'll sleep it's going to be so nice to finally sleep in a temperature controlled bedroom so we'll, we'll sleep better our days will be better we'll be in better moods why not do it met with deaf ears for months <laughs> and then f- finally uh stickers our old, our older dog she was up there and she's like panting she's like laying on the floor she lays on the floor she to cool off she'll like sleep right in front of the fan and i said something about like you know like even yeah, i think stickers <laughs> is hot i think that she i don't think she likes you know that being hot so hot up here and then you're like, all right, yeah, all right, let's do it. Let's get a window unit. I'm like, I've been talking about this for months, but then the dog is discomforted for an hour, and it's like, yeah, we got to go out and get the window unit. I don't like talking about this. It like makes me mad and and like raises like my blood pressure. Why? Because it's just it's just fine. Like let's just <laughs> just let's just be uncomfortable for three months. It. I believe that I don't you know I don't want to get into a whole climate change discussion, but I believe that summer has summer has moved. Yeah. from June to the end of August to July to the end of September. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we still have like two months of possible hot weather. So we're yeah, there's be- always a chance. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a couple of friends already. So we, we want to know what... This is, I guess, our oh, yeah. thing this week that we want people to... I guess when we said earlier that we'll bring you something else to weigh in on, <laughs> look how quickly it came. <laughs> so yeah, wait weigh in on this but we've had a couple of friends weigh in and our friend mary we got we work out with her and you know like we'll chat a bit after class but then we all kind of we know we all need to like get going and get home and showered and have breakfast or whatever so we're standing there talking to her after class and we, we start talking about the air conditioning and then it's like 30 minutes later we're still talking about the air conditioning and we don't we're very like um we don't really we don't like fight or argue with each no. other but somehow this has been the thing that's <laughs> it's driving us up. apart so at some point like you know mary, mary uses window units her house doesn't have central air and she's pro window unit mm-hmm. and she's like it's re- is it really easy it makes it really really we're amazed by how well it works and then we took over the conversation like back and forth our <laughs> a heated debate about the window units and then i look over at mary at some point in her eyes she's just like her eyes are really big and she's like oh my gosh what have i gotten myself 
<laughs> into <laughs> she well in your defense she did say it was easy but then but then it required a lot of like yeah like extra like right. wood yeah and, yeah pieces yeah. of half yeah. chunks of plywood on the side to mm-hmm. make it fit properly and i you know i agree i don't i want one but i don't want to do the work for it yeah i don't want to go get it i don't want to have to install but i do i, I want to sleep better mm-hmm. so i it, it is my fault i should because you said all right the dogs are hot let's go get the window unit yeah and i i haven't i've i have not done i have <laughs> so continued to complain about it but i have not done i haven't sparked any action so, so yeah this is my favorite kind of thing well it was just the complaints will continue <laughs> but nothing is done about it um so then another um our friend darren weighed in this so i went so instead of you know like we live by like the lakefront and the running trail as we've talked about on this podcast <laughs> and um lovely day in chicago but darren and i decided we wanted to drive drive an hour out to Lyle, <laughs> Illinois, and run hills at Morton Arboretum at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Could have just had a leisurely, like, seven-mile, like, light little run, but I think no. when the alarm went off this morning at 4.30 or whatever, 5 or whatever uh-huh. it was, yeah, I, I came home. I didn't get home from work until, like, 12.30, so it kind of startled me, the mm-hmm. alarm going off that early. And I said, is my alarm extra loud this morning? <laughs> And I was like, I'm, I said something like, "How I'm proud of you for getting up." And you, you said always say that, and, and which you, I appreciate. Every every time I like, I get up. You, you're still asleep because you get home late, and I get up and run early, and I like kiss you on the forehead and say goodbye, and you say that you're proud of me. So, and I am, and you said something. That's to, mostly how we treat each other, not the like <laughs> sparring about air conditioning. And I said that I'm proud of you, and you said I'm stupid. I should be just <laughs> sitting in bed and running seven miles but on the lake. It was really nice, really fun. <laughs> a really great run and i'm so glad that i did it yeah. though so every morning i feel like yeah. i feel like that but then every morning i'm really happy that i yeah, you finished did it. so yeah so we had a we had a lovely run at morton arboretum we used to run there in the winter when it was just like bleak and polar vortex and so to be out there with like nice temperatures and green like leaves and flowers was like such a treat it was yeah when and then we were driving back on lakeshore drive seeing all those i was like look at all those suckers on the lakefront path and <laughs> they know there's a lovely morton arboretum just an hour away <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was really fun i'm glad we did it but talk came around to air conditioning darren also doesn't have central air and normally uses window units but they haven't put them in yet this this year we really i mean it's only been hot a couple of weeks yeah it hasn't yeah. been yeah so he was saying like fans opening awful. the windows he's like they have a beautiful backyard they spend a lot of time out there he just feels bad when like guests come and stay and it's hot Mm-hmm. Um, in his house, so but he's in agreement with me that the window units are too much of a hassle. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, so one point for you and one point for me. Yeah, to end this conversation, I yes, will say, please. I will say that I will not complain about the window unit anymore. We're in August; it's probably going to be okay. But I want to be able to revisit this discussion next day. Uh, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to do a new segment. Well, technically, it's not new. I used to do another podcast with my friend Jim. I was on it, my, too. Oh, yeah. You, you were on it, too. Were you, I, were you on it all the time, or were you just a I guest? Be, I started to... The first few times yeah. I wasn't, but then I became a regular. Because it started to be... I was, like, um, at the end of the credits, where, like, the, the I'm the guest star, but the guest star becomes the permanent star, Yeah, so. because it was... We all... Uh, we all... these The people that did this podcast, we all worked together, and then we all got fired at the same time. So then we did this podcast. My friend Jim, my friend Stephanie, and Mary, who works with me at WGN now. Mm-hmm. And then Mary just kind of dropped off and you kind of took her place i think she got a job of. oh yeah i think she was the first one to get we get a job and she didn't have time for any nonsense <laughs> to come up here to do a podcast once a week so we did a, this podcast called the unloading uh where we similar to this where we just kind of talk about what we've been up to uh during the week and we did the segment called uh i don't know if it officially had a name but essentially it was what are your last five google searches so I thought we'd bring that back today. Uh, Molly, do you want to start with your last five Google searches? Well, surprise, surprise. The first one is Fleet Feet. I've been struggling with running shoes and mm-hmm. Nike makes a shoe I love. They changed it. I don't like the new version. Am I boring you already with this? <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out. So I've been trying to order as many of the old version as I can to last until they come out with a version that I like, I suppose. Anyway. 
Yeah. Again, I'm 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 really impressed with the amount of training that you're doing for these mar- your your two marathons that are coming up, and you get up early, and um, it's really impressive. But the actual running portion is three percent of what you actually do, and it's ninety seven percent talk. Because you came home from your run this morning talking about how great it was, uh-huh. uh, but the rest of the time we we're two hours on shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, you will, well, I, to all, give you credit, you, you do say, do you say, is it, this boring? You is this boring? You? I'm like, no, I want to, I want to hear about the shoes. Well, sometimes I just need to talk through things. Yeah, but part of that, com- you were, you had to benefit from part of that conversation, so it was something I needed right. to discuss with you. You got a, you got a big discount. You worked out a discount with things well you've been i ordered you some things for free based on the amount of money that i spent on shoes (laughs) and and i am you may not know this about me but i am a former shoe professional yes uh in that when i was in high school and college i worked at foot locker so i know a lot about shoes so every time i get new shoes i make you like check out the fit Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this feels good. Uh, and I'm honest about it, as opposed to at Foot Locker, I would just say everything fit. Like, yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> Can I bring you to the counter? Would you like some socks? Um, well, you also compared me this morning to the old <laughs> men that would come into Foot Locker in their old, dirty New Balance, and they would like try on new shoes, and then they'd just buy another pair of that same New Balance. They would. It's a weird thing when you work at a shoe store, and I'm sure this happens kind of in any retail environment where uh, you work at a shoe store, people walk in, the first thing you do is look at their feet. You, you size them up as to what they're wearing. You see, like, this person's wearing an Air Jordan. All right, I'm following this guy. He's going for the big stuff. You, you got some mm-hmm. guy with some old man like waddling in with his rock ports. You stay away because this is going to take 45 minutes. A lot of shoes to try on. <laughs> you know, like you don't want to deal with it. Um, I mean, this is terrible to say, but you know, you see an old person in at the walking shoe section. You don't you, like. I try to get a far. I'd be in the bathroom, hiding in the stock room. I don't just didn't want to. De- I didn't want to deal with it. Um, so yeah, there would like be these old guys with the you know their their first edition of like a Nike running shoe. Uh-huh. It looked like it's, you know, super old. I'm like, all right. I get, hey, can I help you? Like, yeah, you know, I really like these these running shoes. You still have? I'm like, no, we got, you know, this new version. Like, I think we should try this. So we'd we'd try it on. And he's like, yeah, you know, I still like these old ones. This is me. (laughs) Can't find, just don't feel like. When you find something you like. So not only did I come home and talk about the shoes, we're talking about it again now. We talked about it a lot this morning. I talked about it yesterday when I was running. I texted with people about shoes. It's been like I went to two shoe stores yesterday, so yeah, this is <laughs> it's a thing of utmost importance right now. So, what, so I'm sure this is not the only thing of running uh, significance that you've googled. No, ne- the next search was marathon pace chart. <laughs> that, and this is important. I mean, you, you know, you've got you, some you're trying pacing to, decisions to yeah. make, and so I want to have those pace times that I'm toying with memorized. So. All right, I'm done talking about running. <laughs> oh, that was it? That was it. Oh, only two out of five? Yeah. What else? Um, the third one is white sock schedule. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, that usually appears in my searches as well. Yeah, because, it, because you don't have sh- live shows at night when the white socks play. So yeah. I was plan something or figure something out and I was yeah. seeing if you were working yeah. that night. Or I'm not. surprised that's actually not on mine because that's usually, that's usually one of my go-to searches then yeah i'm so predictable then surprise surprise the last two are bachelor franchise related (laughs) (laughs) like what are they so uh, number four is the name michael garofola who is a guy from he's been on a couple of the bachelorette and paradise or winter games or something like that and he was he was a guest on one of the bachelor podcasts that i listened to and so i wanted one of the bachelor podcasts that you listen to (laughs) so uh i was curious like i was i'm like do i know who this person is i was looking him up to see what he looked like and then the best one is (laughs) the fifth one is john paul jones throwing up (laughs) (laughs) also a bachelor that's a bachelor he's on paradise right now and he had he did a lot of throwing up this this week and i was trying to see if there was a there was a gif of it because you had (laughs) sent me something that like a vomit face was like the appropriate um response to it it was the no don't say what it was don't say what it was (laughs) so i wanted to see if there was a gif of him throwing up as my response but i couldn't find that also i don't totally know how i don't totally know how that kind of like have you find a video like how you can send it without looking like a weird link or something so (laughs) 
one of my annoyances is that bachelor gifs are always outdated so like if you want okay let's say like bachelor in paradise is on i want to find john paul jones when you put like look for a bachelor gif it's like from like colton or something it's like yeah, from two seasons a, yeah. ago i'm like no we need a, the current yeah. thing that's going yeah. on. This is the important issues. We have to update the gifs. <laughs> what, we're, what we're talking about is the sweet corn that uh, <laughs> that WGN like for some reason they like go gaga over this uh, the sweet corn. They talk about the sweet corn like it's like the best thing, and we've had it before. And I'm, it's just okay, you know. It's not like everybody talks about it as like the best thing to eat. So I came into work yesterday, and there was a big bag of sweet corn left for me which is nice well i don't even know if it was left for me it was left in our office so i took it and i just put it i was like we i don't we don't like this molly doesn't want it doesn't want me to bring this home so i'm gonna put i'm just gonna put it on justin's (laughs) chair so he came in he's like oh i got the got the corn i'm like he He made his day he was excited we you know we worked the whole day and then as we're um as we're leaving uh, Justin Justin goes, hey, do you want this corn? <laughs> do you want this corn? He's like, I don't feel like taking it home. I'm like, nah, you know, I don't. We just give it away to somebody. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm just not into corn. Yeah, um, it is fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. But it's just like, yeah, it, they, for some reason, the... And it doesn't taste... It's just corn. Yeah, the excitement yeah. about it yeah. somehow supersedes how great it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> So that was that your five? That was my five. All right. So mine are pretty exciting, pretty deep. <laughs> so my five are Divi Bikes, Chicago, and I did this because uh, Mary, who I work with, her sister Katie, texted me last night saying, asking for what are some fun things to do in Chicago. And I thought, oh my god, this is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of fun things to do, but I, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, is this for like, are you taking kids out, adults? Like, recommendations you... really stress me out. Yeah, yeah. I was, so I was nervous about it. And Katie's is kind of intense, you know. So I was like, I, I got to start doing research. But I thought, like, oh, you know what we like? We like sort of riding our bikes down the lake from path. So I was like, oh, maybe you should like she. I think she lives, you know, downtown. Like, mm-hmm. find some divvy bikes ride up the lakeshore path go to the dock enjoy like a nice little lunch i think mm-hmm. you know that's pleasant and so i like suggested that and she's like how do they work so i was like i don't know how they work <laughs> so i said so i was like oh i gotta google it i gotta check to see how the uh the divvy bikes work then she said something about like these the people that she was doing stuff mm-hmm. with aren't they they probably wouldn't be into that um i also looked up glenn campbell mm-hmm because I saw I was on Facebook and I saw somebody post a, a picture with Glenn Camp like it was Owen. Owen updated his uh Facebook photo and it was a picture of him and Glenn Campbell and I was like, Oh no. Did Glenn Campbell die? I was starting to get sad. And then yeah. I looked it up. He had died two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, as you're saying this, I'm like, I, I mean, I know he had Alzheimer's, but I couldn't remember if he died or not. I, uh, I can't believe it's been two years, too. Uh, Samantha Fox. Uh-huh. I was watching my favorite show in the morning. The Mark DeRosa uh-huh. and Robert Flores. They and I forget the the woman that's the host. They. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> great, that's awesome of you. <laughs> I can't remember her name, but she's awesome. She's she's great with the two. I watched it. It's on an MLB Network, and she had asked Mark DeRosa and Robert Flores their first celebrity crushes, and uh, Mark DeRosa's was Alyssa Milano, but then he got mad at uh-huh. her because. Mark, he like on Twitter, he he wrote to her saying like, "Hey, you were my first celebrity crush," and she just wrote back, "Oh, thanks," <laughs> and that was it. Uh, and Robert Flores said his first celebrity crush was Samantha Fox, and I was like, "I know yeah. she's a singer, mm-hmm. but I couldn't remember where who who she was." Yeah, that's a good one. I still really am not as I, as I looked her up and I read her Wikipedia. I still wasn't really sure who she was. I looked up Hard Knocks. That's the uh, show about football on HBO where they they do a training camp thing. Uh, I wanted to find out the schedule, yeah, um, because there's a lot of controversy over the season because they're doing the Raiders and one of the Raiders burned his feet. Cairo chirotherapy oh yeah cryotherapy cryotherapy excuse me i wanted to see if that was going to be addressed in hard knocks and finally 
bracket room Chicago. <laughs> so you got a little Bachelor in your search as well. <laughs> Finally, yeah, because we were watching Bachelor in Paradise. There's this old guy from Chicago. He's it's it's interesting because he represents old school Bachelor culture. Like the new Bachelor culture is like everyone's 23 and they're Instagram influencers. This guy's like pre Instagram. He's been on Bachelor shows like six times or something like that, and they dusted him off and <laughs> brought him out. He looks so old. He looks. I, he says he's thirty two, and I think that adds up from when he was on before. But he no, he looks cracky and <laughs> it's it's sad. Um, he looks like their dad is out there. It's just weird. And this week, like the two old, like the old woman that's there tried to like hook up with him, and then he saw like a cute twenty four year old and moved along. Um, but he's really just on there to promote. He is, owns multiple bars, apparently, in Chicago. He's just on there to promote those those bars, basically. So, this, so yeah, so this guy on Bachelor in Paradise mm-hmm. said he worked at, or he said owns, owns Bracket Room. I'm yeah. like, is that a place? We've never heard of this. It's not a real place. Yeah. But it opened in 2016 or 2017, so it's been a place. I think it's in... Like South Loop or University right? Village, Oh, perhaps. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, Bracket Room, I looked up... It does. So Bracket Room Chicago does exist. <laughs> I want to go back to the shows that you watch in the morning because it changes what you watch. So suddenly you're watching this Mark DeRosa show and Mark, Mark DeRosa, I don't know, I, I, I don't, can't do it right now, but Mark DeRosa has like, he's got like such a New, new Jersey, I yeah. don't know. He's I can't, a New Jersey accent, yeah. When I'm watching it, I can D's do. and does and yeah, M's. Yeah. yeah. And then he's got a real dorky haircut too. I can't figure him out. He's like sort of handsome, but he's got this real dorky haircut and then that that gabagool voice (laughs) (laughs) he's just a mystery to me so you started watching this one and actually this one is the least offensive to me of the ones you watch so you used to watch Stephen A. Smith was that his name he would just yell about LeBron yell about LeBron every morning like Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman would do like I would just watch ESPN Mm -hmm. and it's like do we have to hear about the Lakers again? It's that yeah, it's no matter what season LeBron. it was, it was like they're talking about the Lakers. I'm like, I don't care about the Lakers. You watch another one with someone who's mad, mad something, mad dog. Mad dog, that's on MLB <laughs> Network. But I haven't seen that because he doesn't come on until like noon. Okay. And a lot of times now I'm usually gone by then. And yesterday I was home and he was off. I was really, I was really upset. He, he uh, and good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> he's like famous New York. You know, he did a, a famous. That riled up the <laughs> He did a famous talk show in New York for you know a number of years. So yeah, there's. Um, so this show is the most calm yeah. of all of them. You also like to watch a show where adults pick on little, uh, like um, little league players. <laughs> they don't they like up. analyze their. <laughs> yeah, that's the same show. Swings. Oh, that's the, the same MLB thing. show. Yeah. You also like to watch a lot of shows where it's like guys in suits and sneakers <laughs> yeah and on fake fake baseball yeah, fields. On face, fake baseball fields yeah. and they're like they're like pe- tossing around a baseball or <laughs> yeah. something like that yeah yeah Every, all these shows that's it they, and come football season I'll, there'll be men in suits on fake football fields yeah. as well that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a thing that it's a thing that i enjoy as yeah. it turns out the shoes change though sometimes like i feel like the football guys wear like fancier Shoes. All right, we should wrap this up. Okay, so we're going to end with a is, this a... is this another new segment? We're constantly <laughs> innovating on the Molly and Pete Save Everything podcast. We need to write these down, probably. <laughs> you think we're going to forget? I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever forget about game show updates <laughs> and uh, is this still a thing. So we're going to do a thing that I, I guess it's kind of stolen from a podcast that we listen to called Pop Culture Happy Hour, where they do a thing called Stuff That's Making Us Happy this this week mm-hmm. stealing the concept but we're gonna our segment is gonna be called staff recommendation because <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing better than when you go to a bookstore and you have to find out what the stock person likes yeah you know or a record store it's like mm-hmm. jim from sales likes the new motorhead <laughs> i always record. look through them though <laughs> yeah i do i do too <laughs> i do too so uh what is your staff recommendation for this week so i really enjoyed the new beverly hills 90210 i, I feel like it's uh it's gotten mixed reviews some just from my my friends have given it mixed reviews yeah um, i had a friend who like me like was brought to tears by the, like the luke perry tribute and thought it was perfect and loved it i had a friend who didn't who like did not 
understand what the point of it was. It's the original cast. Everyone but Luke Perry. So Shannon Doherty was the holdout. And I, I guess after Luke Perry died, she agreed to, to be a part of it. Not because she didn't want to be around him, but like because him dying touched her and she felt like you know okay i should be part of it yeah be a part of this so jenny garth and tori spelling came up with this concept so it's that you know how old tv show reboots are um the thing and uh so their take on it was that instead of just like redoing it that they would play themselves exaggerated versions of themselves kind of making fun of themselves doing a reboot because tori spelling needed money basically so they all kind of have their challenges and but that's why they're going to bring the show back. So I just lo- like, I love Beverly Hills 90210. I watched it yeah. from the first day when I was in high school and college. It came on twice a day in reruns and I would re-watch it all. I've watched it more than any other show. I've watched those reruns over and yeah, over Yeah, this and is over like again. one of your go-to shows. This is right in your wheelhouse, yeah. the show. So I'm, I was very happy to be back with those characters. It's not perfect, but there were so many like insider things they got right. <laughs> and um, so I really enjoy it so if you're a beverly hills 90210 fan i would say it brought you joy yeah that's my recommendation and it's on next it's on when it's when's it when's it on wednesday nights wednesday on nights. fox all right my recommendation is there's a, a person his name is david berman i don't know if you've heard of him but he was a very influential singer poet he was in a band uh in the 90s called silver jews which much like how 90210 was important to you, this kind of came, Silver Jews kind of came into my life at a point when I needed them. Like, it's hyper literate lyrics. David Berman doesn't really sing so much as he talks, sings, and he has a very deep voice. So, you know, it's really not for everyone, but the lyric, his lyrics just always really touched me in a way that other singer songwriters have not. Um, and he, so he was part of this band for a long time. And about 10 years ago, he just stopped doing it and he was, he had been gone. So I hadn't really even thought of him Mm -hmm. very much until last year. It turned out that there was rumors that David Berman was coming out with new music Mm -hmm. and it got me excited. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is exciting. He hasn't been around. I haven't thought of him. And so he put out this record as purple mountains and it's one of my favorites of the year. And it's, just very catchy and the lyrics are tremendous um and just really loved it i played a song on my last chirp radio show i do a show on uh, wednesday afternoons for a radio station um and later that night comes uh news breaks that david berman has died and i'm not really one to be touched by celebrity death but for some reason this one hit me really hard yeah it hit a lot of people really hard. And so like a lot of, he influenced a lot of, like, I love Kurt Vile, I love Kevin Morby, um, like the people who are in the band Woods and kind of their other projects and just a lot of, of musicians and bands that I like now, he was a big influence on. And so they just reading their stories, Kurt Vile talking about how he sings Silver Ju- two Silver Juice songs to his daughters every night. And and yeah, so just, he really touched people deeply. Yeah. And uh, he was a complicated figure. I mean, he did when Silver Juice started, he didn't he didn't really do interviews. He didn't he never tour. he didn't care about like following the rules of like how you sell yourself and market yourself right. and become commercial and he was a poet really is mm-hmm. what he I would call him first. A poet set to music. And yeah, I, I mean I could like as a you know young kid I remember just like reciting these lines, just like they're hilarious and sad and there's a lot of loneliness and despair in him, but it always made you feel better somehow. Uh, yeah, he passed, so he passed away Wednesday, so it really touched me. And there's a really couple of a really, if you want to know a little bit more about him, read about. There's a really great piece in the in the Ringer that they did a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago, and it, it was um, the headline was. David Berman is alive and living in Chicago, and it's a great story about what he's been up to since he had left music 10 years ago, what he did with this new record, and a lot of stuff about how he's preparing to go on tour with this new record that sadly he's not going to be able to do. And there's another piece in The New Yorker about how you know how much uh, his lyrics meant to uh, people. So um, if you are interested in all in uh, music and you like uh, tremendous lyrics, Purple Mountain, the new Purple Mountains record, and these two pieces about David Berman, one in The Ringer and the piece in The New Yorker. And check out Purple Mountains, David Berman. Yours is better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, that's it for this week. We will be back next week. Uh, oh, really? Oh, are we not doing this every week? <laughs> no, I mean we have been. I, I guess uh, I don't. I don't want to put that much pressure on ourselves <laughs> to pump out the content. <laughs> well, we've appreciated everybody listening, and people have been like, "When's the next one coming out?" So right, and where can people find you? You can find me um, at lafamiliagreen.com or lafamiliagreen on Etsy, and I just release stickers. So stickers isn't just a dog around here anymore. And uh, Instagram and on Instagram at lafamilia green and my the rescue that we work with is lulu's locker so we're on social media as well and we have not only cats but we have dogs available too and you can find me at wgn radio i produce a show with justin kaufman called extension 720 Uh, we do a daily podcast every day as well justin kind of makes fun of the news of the day you can find that anywhere where you get podcasts it's called lower whacker live subscribe and that's it all right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Friends are warmer than gold when you're old. Keeping them is harder than you might suppose. Lately I tend to make strangers wherever I go. Some of them were once people I was happy to know. So strong it leaves you gas